Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Commoditization happens in all industries. It's life. Commoditization will happen in almost, well, maybe every single industry there is. And a commoditization means making things so simple, straightforward, controlling costs, so that it's a race to make it a commodity, that which is common. There's an argument that podcasting has become a commodity, and I I don't know that I agree, but I thought we'd explore that. And we're going to explore that today on Podcast Pontifications by using the metaphor of a podcast, making a podcast, versus making a can of beans. <laughs> now, that may sound weird, so let me try to make sure it works. Beans. If you need a can of pinto beans, you go to the store. Do you have a favorite brand of pinto beans that you buy from the grocery store? Probably not. You might. Some certainly do. But by and large, a can of pinto beans is a can of pinto beans. Or black beans, if that's what you prefer. Or lima beans. I don't really care. Any kind of beans you can think of. If you went to the store and you're carrying a recipe around, you're carrying a grocery list, and you know you need to buy a can of pinto beans, and you have nine different choices, you just pick one. Or you pick the cheapest one. Or you pick the organic, or you pick something else. But it doesn't really matter. If the, if the brand of beans you went in to buy is not there, you would just pick another can of beans. Right? Which is why I don't think that podcasting is quite the same thing, because if the podcast you want to listen to is not available, would you just pick another one at random? No, no, no. But then again, you wouldn't just pick a can of corn as opposed to a can of beans. You'd try to find the right idea. So as my mind continues to spiral down this thought about making podcast versus can of beans as far as commodities goes, what I'm struck with the fact is there's two ways to make sure that you're not making a commodity. Or I guess there's two ways to, to address the fact about a commodity. So one is you can do something so quality, so bespoke, so specific that it can never, ever be commoditized so that no one's ever going to copy in what you do. That's one option. I can You can probably do the same thing. Point to several podcasts that if it wasn't for that host with those guests doing that topic, or if it wasn't for that production company putting that amount of effort into it, it just wouldn't work. No one can go in and commoditize that particular show. And I'm not going to name one, but you could probably think about that in your head if you've listened to podcasts for any length of time. There are some podcasts out there that would be very difficult, if not impossible, to duplicate, either because of the people involved or the resources that are involved. That's one option. You want to not be commoditized? 
then go the deep route. Put hundreds of hours, maybe tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into it, making sure that you're just not copyable. But here's the reality. Um, most podcasts don't do that. Most podcasts, and I am going to quote Sturgeon's law here, most podcasts suck. And they are quite easily, quite easy to replicate. Especially if you're thinking about doing an interview show where you really only have there's a handful of variables. There's the quality of the host. There's the quality of the guests. There's the quality of the content, the questions, the conversation that go back. And then there's the quality of the production itself. All of which are easy to repeat. Sort of. Sort of. I mean, the reality is nobody can really replicate the same experiences a host or a guest has. You might be able to cover the same topics. You might be able to find similar guests. You might be able to copy the style, but you really can't clone the person. Like there's probably nothing stopping someone from starting a 10 minute long show where they'd pontificate about podcasting. I happen to bring almost 15 years of experience doing this, plus all the other things on the outside. So that's harder to replicate. Are you making a podcast or are you making a can of beans? Well, today in podcasting land, you're probably... Well, you're making a podcast, obviously, but from the outside looking in, it might be a little like a can of beans. So how do you make a can of beans special? How do you make a podcast special? You make a can of beans special, of course, you want quality ingredients, you want all those various things, but again, if you're out, if, if the Del Monte, for example, is out and there's the Kroger brand, you can just grab the Kroger brand because, you know, they're pretty good quality control as well. So what a lot of people will do with their podcast, cans of beans, if you will, because they will add elements that are difficult for other people to replicate. In beans, that might be adding some weird spices to it, making some spicy pinto beans, especially. Okay, you can do that with your podcast to fight commoditization by putting in something special that only you or only your show can bring to the party. I think a lot of that can be your experience. It might be your expansive Rolodex if, in fact, you are releasing an interview-based show. Are you just getting someone at random to talk about your product, or are you going to a source, perhaps even the source for that particular topic? Are you really vetting your guests to make sure that they're knowledgeable and that they are able to speak intelligently about the topic? How much research have you done? How deeply into this are you? I mean, I love playing Frisbee golf. I'm a big fan of disc golf. I'm not going to start a disc golf podcast, even though I've been playing the game for almost 30 years now. It's, it's something I do occasionally for fun. I don't know any of the main players. I know there's some a driver and an approach putt, but uh, that's not enough for me to really go out and be a true expert. Just because I find it interesting doesn't mean that that's going to be enough for me. So if I was going to do a podcast on the history of disc golf, I would need to do some research and dive into it and make, but I'm not going to do that. One other thing you can do to combat the commoditization is make sure your show sounds good. Did I mention earlier that most podcasts suck? They do for a lot of reasons, but one of the big reasons is they take a blue Yeti microphone, sit it in the middle of their room and kind of shout towards it. 
that's not going to create great audio quality. Make sure it sounds good. Make sure that you're knowledgeable in the topic that you do. And make sure there's something special. When you talk about your show, do you say, oh, it's an interview. I interview entrepreneurs. Yeah, so do a thousand other shows. Or can you talk about something special? What do you bring to the table? Which entrepreneurs? What niche do you go deep inside of? Do you have a set of questions that you got from somebody else's show that was popular? Commodity. We might be a commodity. You're, if you're doing an interview show for entrepreneurs, just by way of example, that is a commodity. The way you fight that commoditization is do something special with it. If it's interchangeable with just every other show that also talks to the same guests that you talk to or dives into the same topics you talk to, that's not enough. You're now a commodity. And unfortunately, the reason, the reason businesses get into the commodity game is because it's economies of scales. They can do things more efficiently, cheaper, and, and make lots of money by selling lots of things that they make a very, very, very tiny, razor-thin profit margin on. That won't happen in podcasting. You got to find a way to make it special. I know you're new. I know you're not sure what you want to do, but one of the things that you need to do is make sure you're making something that is not a commodity, not easily replaced by the next person. I would love the chance to help you think through this for your podcast, especially if you are business focused or if you are a business wanting to get into the podcast game, I can help you avoid a lot of pitfalls like making your show too much of a commodity. Reach out to me, would you? Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Check out podcastlaunch.pro for a series of services I offer my clients today. And I shall be back very soon with another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe 
has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.